0: You're listening to All The Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 50, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello. Happy Friday, or whatever day you're listening to this. Happy day. Happy books. Before I tell you about books today, I want to remind you that we are giving away a $500 gift card to the bookstore of the winner's choice. Any bookstore that you choose, $500 gift card. To enter the giveaway, you just go to bookriot.com bookstore 500, that's 500, to enter before June 21st. And, yeah, that's it. Simple, easy, you might win a $500 gift card. And I also want to let you know that this episode of All the Backlist is brought to you by Flatiron Books and Legendary by Stephanie Garber. Legendary being the sequel to Caraval. It is now out. Uh, Let me tell you about this book. After being swept up in the magical world of Caraval, Donatella has finally escaped her father and saved her sister Scarlet from a disastrous arranged marriage. The girls should be celebrating, but Tella isn't free yet. She made a desperate bargain with a mysterious criminal, and the time to repay the debt has come. So it began with Caraval... The breakout New York Times bestseller, critics have called it spellbinding, wondrous, imaginative. And now the wait is over. The sequel to Caraval, Legendary, is on sale now. So you can get that wherever books are sold. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. Now, speaking of books that are out this week, uh, I'm going to start with Who is Vera Kelly by Rosalie Necht. Came out on Tuesday. Loved this book. And I also loved her last book, Relief Map. Came out with Tin House a couple years ago. I wanted to tell you a little bit about that because I just—it's—it's it's really quiet and powerful, and I just loved it so much. Uh, it takes place in a small town in Pennsylvania. It's the summer. There's a girl named Livy. She's 16 years old. She has a babysitting job. Mostly, she's just miserable. You know, kind of like super hot, nothing to do in this little town. There's like a crazy heat wave on. Um, the you know record temperatures. And then they get word. The town gets word that there is a fugitive that the FBI and the police have tracked to their town. Like, he's hiding somewhere in their small town. They don't know, like, what he did, who he is, what he looks like. But the police and the FBI have surrounded their town. They have cut the power off, and they have closed all the roads. So now all the citizens of this town are trapped, and temperatures and tempers start to rise because they're desperate to catch this guy. Nobody understands why. Nobody in the town. And they're stuck there. Like, their air conditioning isn't working now. Um, Livy is, you know, like, she's going through a lot. She's 16. You know, her her world is changing. She's coming of age. And she's going through a lot of the normal teenage stuff with, like, boys and, you know, feelings. And, you know, just experiencing the world. She gets mixed up with some bad kids. And, like I said, you know, the tempers and temperatures just keep rising. Um, There's also a section that's from the point of view of the fugitive. And we kind of find out, like how he's feeling, what he's doing there, how he got there. Um, It's just fantastic. So that is called Relief Map, and it's by Rosalie Necht. Um, Also out this week is Bearskin by James McLaughlin. Super, super gritty sort of mystery, thriller, crime novel. Um, Very dark, but very good. Um, If you like grim thrillers or mysteries, um, if you like Donald Ray Pollock or if you like Cormac McCarthy, I definitely recommend this book. Um, but I was, it features a character who is like sort of trying to start his life over after, uh, a life of crime. And I was thinking of the painter, which I think I've mentioned here before, uh, the painter by Peter Heller. There's a famous painter named Jim Stegner. And when the book opens, he has been released from prison. He has done uh, a prison term for shooting a man in a bar in Santa Fe, for reasons that I'm not going to tell you here. Um, Now he's out. He's trying to lead a quiet life, um, reconnect with his family and himself, Uh, but it's not long before he encounters another terrible uh, event and violence occurs. And now there are men out for revenge looking for him. Uh, Meanwhile, his art, the paintings that he did and the paintings that he's making now, um, in that sort of sick way that society is, they're fetching a ton of money because people are like, "We want to buy a painting, you know, from the man who shot the guy in the bar." Um, he's also establishing a new relationship, but eventually, the past and the present are going to collide. It's about art. It's about beauty. It's about toxic masculinity. Um, about protecting what you love, even you know if it what you do is wrong. Um, uh, Peter Heller is the author of Dog Stars, which I absolutely love. Um, this is very different, but also quite wonderful. So again, it's The Painter by Peter Heller. Um, Another book out this week. So excited for this. This is like at the top of my list to buy. It's A Reaper at the Gates by Saba Tahir, which is the third in the Ember Quartet. The first being An Ember in the Ashes, which I loved, 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 loved. Um, It's about a teen girl named uh, Laia who lives in this land that, um, that Tahir says was inspired by ancient Rome. So it's sort of like this this old world, they have an emperor, um, uh, Laia lives with her family, they're, her family is very poor, um, and her older brother is arrested for treason. And they're devastated, they don't know what to do. And so Laia strikes a bargain that in exchange for help from the rebels in getting her brother released from prison, uh, she will go be a spy at the Empire's military academy. Um, she agrees to to uh, become a slave, like she goes into service at the military academy, which is like this very prestigious place uh, for the empire. Um, and there's a man there, a young man, Elias. He is the school's best soldier, but he is also, uh, he just hates everything, secretly hates everything uh, that his role uh, and everything he does stands for. Uh, he doesn't want to be there anymore. He doesn't know what to do. And uh, Laya and Elias realize that together they can change the empire. And there's all kinds of spying stuff, and backstabbing, and secrets, and it's just so fantastic. And I did not read the second one. I got it, but I didn't read it yet because um, I was kind of like, I want to wait till they're finished, but now I don't think I'm going to be able to, so I'm going to read the second one right away and then go pick up the third. Uh, so the first, again, is called An Ember in the Ashes, and it's by Saba Tahir. Also out this week is Convenience Store Woman by Sayaka Murata, which I mentioned on all the books. Um, And I'm only mentioning this new book because it's simply because Russo Zeki gave Convenience Store Woman a blurb. And it made me think of A Tale for the Time Being, which I don't think I've discussed here before. Um, Or maybe I have, I don't know. Um, It came out in 2013. It was shortlisted for the Booker Prize, for the National Book Critics Circle Award. It was the New York Times Notable Book of the Year, I believe. Uh, it's two, about two very different stories. One is about a girl named Now. She's sixteen. She lives in Tokyo, and she's very unhappy. She's this um, recipient of a lot of bullying by her classmates. She's very miserable. She doesn't know that she wants to go on, um, but she is making a record. She's writing the story of her great grandmother, who is a Buddhist nun. She's over hundred years old, and she tells her her story. And also, Now is keeping a diary of her life. And it's, and there's also the story of Ruth. Ruth, who happens to be a novelist. Funny how that works. Um, she's living on a remote island in, in Canada. And one day she finds a Hello Kitty lunchbox that is washed up on the shore. Um, and she's pretty sure it's like some of the trash from the 2011 tsunami. Uh, but inside she discovers things that give her a glimpse of Now's life. She finds her diary and her letters. And she becomes very invested in the story of Now. And in her outcome, like, what happened to her? Like, what is going on in her life now? Um, it's a beautiful story about fate and loneliness. There's a little magical realism. Um, it's about, you know, being in the present and also, you know, holding on to the past. I mean, it, it, she has a girl named Now, you know, documenting Then. And also uh, an author, you know, t- t- telling the story of Now and Then. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's fun. Um, Again, that one is called A Tale for the Time Being, and it's by Ruth Ozeki. And today, for today's dealer's choice, I thought I would mention Elizabeth McCracken, because I love her so very much. And today, uh, Echo announced that they'll be reissuing her first book, which was a collection of stories, uh, next year. And her new novel comes out next year, so I thought I would just talk a little bit about how great she is. Uh, She has five books out. Now, the first being Here's Your Hat, What's Your Hurry? A uh, collection of short stories, which, like I said, Echoes reissuing next year. Um, there's Niagara Falls All Over Again, which was her first novel about a sort of like Laurel and Hardy uh, team and uh, how they sort of get older and how the culture changes and, you know, what happens to them. Uh, there's The Giant's House, which is one of my very favorite novels about the unusual relationship between a librarian and a young man who can't stop growing. There's an, an exact replica of A Figment of My Imagination, which is McCracken's memoir about uh, losing her baby. And then Thunderstruck, which is her most recent collection of stories. And then she has Bowl Away, which is coming out in February of next year. You'll know when I get my hands on a copy of this, because you'll be able to hear my squeals from wherever you are, because I will be so excited. It is definitely my most anticipated book of 2019. Um, but from what I was reading, it's about a woman who is found in a town and she doesn't know who she is and no one can figure out where she came from and she kind of like grows up in this town and she opens a bowling alley. It's kind of like the Long Kiss Goodnight if Gina Davis's, you know, superhero spy powers were never reactivated. Um, which by the way is like my favorite bad movie, like Long Kiss Goodnight. So good. Uh, Anyway, so Elizabeth McCracken, she's so fantastic. If you've never read her, I highly recommend picking up any of these books uh, and, and learning all about her because she's so, so great. Uh, and, yeah, so that brings me to the end of this week's show. That's it for me. So thank you again to our sponsor, Flatiron Books and Legendary by Stephanie Garber. You can find that wherever books are sold. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. You can find the list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com the books If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy Under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Rebecca Shinsky to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading.